Welcome back. So we are on part two of our little mini series that is called Our Falling American Empire, because that's exactly what's happening. Please do not be confused. Everybody, if you guys will remember from the last episode, if you haven't listened to that episode, then you definitely should. Um, we were talking about the fact that the Roman Empire fell for very similar reasons that the American Empire, our empire, is falling now. They got so hedonistic and so depraved and so just okay with with sin that they completely collapsed within themselves and they completely crumbled. And that is what is happening to our country right now. I am adamantly opposed to depravity. I know that we are all very depraved as people. We just are. Um, And apart from Christ, we were bound to hell. That is the truth of the matter. That is where we were headed without Jesus. Um, And, you know, which makes it crazier and crazier to me to think, wow, so many people just reject Jesus Christ. He like saved your life, Um, your eternal life. And that is just, you know, maybe you should, maybe you should read about that guy some more and read your Bible. Um, but yeah, so the, the, America that we once knew is just gone. We are watching the Biden administration completely obliterate all of our values, all of our principles, everything we hold near and dear to our hearts in this country, um, you know, and replace it with this level of depravity that I really haven't seen before in my life. Um, It's very, very shocking to me. I understand that humans are imperfect. I understand that people, you know, naturally gravitate toward lessening somehow in their mind trying to make something serious less than that so that they don't have to take accountability for how wicked they're being. I understand that people want to do that. Um, but you've just got to fight those those urges to do that, especially if you are leading a nation, because people are following right in your footsteps, right in your depraved, pedophilic, drug-addicted, immoral footsteps. And so our entire country is headed down this path now that I really think it's going to be very hard to, one, stop, you know, once you start down this hedonistic, accepting everything goes, like sin is just, you know, it's just a part of life, and, and you just, you just, you don't even have to try because we're all just, you know, go ahead. Um, then you just get into this slippery slope that you just can't, you can't climb back up that mountain. It's very hard to climb up back up that mountain because you have mentally and spiritually gaslit yourself into accepting just absolute depravity. And and it's affecting all of society now. Um, but we are really going to focus in on what is going on at our leader level in Washington, D.C., what I'm noticing happening in D.C. We talked about on the last episode about the gay Senate sexcapade of the Senate uh, staffer aide, and we're not going to bring his name back up on this episode, one, because I don't know how to pronounce it, and two, because I really don't care about this guy, and I don't like giving airtime to people who obviously were seeking attention in the first place when they are just doing these evil things that they shouldn't be doing. Um, Obviously, he knew he shouldn't have been doing that. So on this episode, we're going to be zoning in on Kamala Harris's depravity. We're going to be zoning in on Jill Biden's depravity and also Jill Biden's staffer who is also getting into their own set like gay sexcapades on the job. Um, And we're just going to be focusing in on Democrat leadership in Washington, D.C. And really, you can look anywhere. I mean, these these episodes are focused on Washington, D.C. leadership because unfortunately we have Democrats leading our entire nation right now. Um, But you can look at any Democrat run city in our country and you will see how awful uh, Democrats 
Democrat leadership is. All you have to do is look at Chicago. All you have to do is look at Detroit. All you have to do is look at literally any, like New York, look at any of these cities that are run by Democrats and you will see um, they are depraved. They are awful. They are not run well. Um, Their economics are trash. Like they have a lot of homelessness. They have a lot of drug use. Like they have a lot of people killing themselves. Democrats can't lead. Democrats are depraved. Like I'm so tired of a lot of podcasters that I listen to are just like, you know, and I used to be this way, to be honest. I used to really think, okay, yeah, we need to change some hearts and minds. I still believe that. But at this point, there are just, I, I do think that a lot of Democrats, um, they're accepting, they're just accepting the evil and they're not challenging the evil in their own party. And so I don't know how I'm going to change hearts and minds for of people who are evil and they enjoy it. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I am still open to any Democrat listening to my podcast. Maybe I'm, you know, helping you change your mind on some things. Maybe you're going to hold your leadership accountable. Maybe I doubt it. But, um, you know, there just is this split now in our country where it's like, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to really, I don't know really how you're going to get along with people who have a fundamental difference from you in terms of what is right and wrong, whether or not God exists, um, and whether or not freedom should be a thing. And so I don't know. It's getting harder and harder for me to not uh, support a national divorce, to be honest with you guys. I mean, it really is getting to a point now where it's just like, what are we going to do um, if if they cheat again? And if President Trump is, you know, he's already been raided, he's already been arrested. Like if they actually kill Trump, I mean, I mean, things are getting pretty crazy in our country right now. And I just don't see that a lot of podcasters are being really upfront with you guys about the um, really bad situation that we're in. And yeah, this moral depravity in Washington, D.C. has a big, big effect on all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have these these evil people that are ruling our nation who are acting as if it is the rule of law and that they are doing the right thing and that Trump is the evil tyrant. But look at what they're doing to him, you guys. If you are a liberal Democrat and you are listening to this and you're thinking, hey, maybe Jenny's right about a few of these things. Maybe Jenny's right. Maybe we don't hold our Democrat leadership accountable like we should. Maybe we should take a hint and maybe really think about and step back and think, have the Democrats ever really helped us? I mean, we are so loyal and we vote for them all the time and they promise us all these things, but how much are we seeing in return? Like if I am helping you to see some of that, then I welcome you to continue listening. And I like you. I like you because you are able to still critically think somewhat. So um, yeah, I mean, if you can see, if you're starting to be able to see, yeah, that's pretty crazy that they raided Trump's house. Nothing ever came of that because that was clearly just a politically motivated um, agenda item for them to make him look like somebody who needed to be raided. Also, a lot of the people who are like, yeah, yeah, arrest Trump, take him off the ballots, because don't forget that a lot of states are now trying to remove Trump from the ballots so that he can't even, you you don't even have the option to vote for him. Um, That's unconstitutional, by the way, and the Supreme Court is not going to allow that to happen. But um, literally, if you're starting to be able to see, okay, so maybe these people that have been telling us that Donald Trump is the tyrant, maybe they're really the tyrants, and maybe this is just part of the communistic uh, gaslighting hand book to get power, money, and control. Like, maybe that is what this is really all about. And maybe Trump's really not the tyrant. Maybe it's the Democrats who are censoring everybody's free speech and having people banned and working with the social media companies to ruin people's lives or get them just to not be seen, just like they're trying to do to Trump. Like, they want everybody 
to that disagrees with them and has good points to not even be heard, to not even be seen. Do you really think that those are the people that that is the party, the Democrat Party, that they care about freedom? Um, Amy Klobuchar, however you say her name, she is irrelevant. She's so stupid. I do not know how these people get elected. I really genuinely don't. But after the last election, you start thinking how many of our elections are truly fair and honest and true. How many of them are? Have any of them been? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Probably not 100 percent, honestly. Like the system is very flawed. But anyway, Amy Klobuchar was uh, posting about Ukraine and she was basically saying, I like they always take this moral high ground when they are just so immoral. And she was saying, I stand with Ukraine and I'm going to make sure that I get them way, way, way more money. You know, (laughs) never mind the fact that we've already sent them billions of your hard earned taxpayer money that we could be using here to get our homeless people off of the streets. In D.C., there are so many homeless veterans. And it's like, why don't we spend all of those billions of dollars that we've given to Ukraine on our homeless people? Why don't we bring back uh, mental institutions that can help the drug-addicted people that are all over our major cities now? Why don't we help our own people? That is like a family that is just so rich and so, you know, they're just so rich. And so they have all this money and their own kids are just really, really struggling and they're drug addicted or they're just homeless and they're just not okay. And then your really, really rich family gives a bunch, like billions of dollars to this other, you know, really rich family, but it's, they just really like them and they've told them that things are harder than they really are. And please, you know, we really need your help. And then just to seem like a good Samaritan, even though it's the most wicked thing to do, uh, to not help those in most need, um, then they're giving the money to the other rich family, but then the kids are like just, you know, dying of drugs and, and homelessness. And it's like, why don't we take care of our own people? I do not understand why that's such a controversial thing for me to say that, oh, maybe we should be taking care of our own people before these Ukrainians that most people cannot even point to Ukraine on a map, by the way. Um, most people don't know that Ukraine was a part of the Russian empire a long time ago. So I don't know why we're doing this whole thing where and I don't know why a lot of people act like Russia is just going to overtake all of Europe if they take Ukraine. I don't think that that is Putin's goal at all. And I just think that this whole thing is ridiculous. And I know that Putin is a tyrant. I'm not saying he's not a tyrant. I'm just saying, why can't we call everybody who's a tyrant a tyrant? And Zelensky is a tyrant. You can only be Eastern Orthodox in Ukraine like you. There's no religious freedom. Um And yeah, Eastern Orthodoxy, very, I mean, that's just kind of tyrannical. I got to be honest with you guys. That's very tyrannical to just say, oh, yeah, well, this is the only church that's allowed in Ukraine, you see, and we are right and y'all are wrong, and therefore you cannot be heard. And that is exactly what um, Eastern Orthodoxy, for those who don't know, is kind of like a hybrid. It's like like Protestantism plus like Catholicism. It's not sure what it is, actually. But anyway, um, you just can't, you just, you can't call Putin. Putin a tyrant and not Biden a tyrant. I mean, Biden is a tyrant. And so I just hope that the Democrats, if there are any listening to this episode, you're thinking, okay, so maybe, because I think a lot of people are starting to think, okay, yeah, maybe we were wrong. Like the country's not doing well. The economy's not doing well. We have all of these wars starting all over the world now. Um, We have talk of a civil war here and things are not going well. And so maybe people are starting to think, 
yeah, you know, maybe we shouldn't silence people we disagree with. Maybe that's not the best way forward. Maybe it is good to hear other ideas. The left is always talking about diversity, this, diversity, that. But when it comes to the diversity of thought and opinions and ideas, then they're just like crickets. Like they're just like, no, no. I mean, you have to agree with us because we're right, because, you know, social justice and, you know, girl power, glitter, throw glitter in your face and like all their stupid little social cause it like they're just so stupid like gay abortion like what is put they are so immoral and then they try to act like they have taken the moral high ground like we are saving women's lives the percentage of abortions that happen to save a woman's life are like just it's like basically zero percent okay women were designed to carry babies we were designed to have children and we're not really running into the issue of our lives being at risk very often when we are pregnant that's like what we do that's what we do um so anyway, another long intro, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up and we're, I'm just going to say we're going to be talking about more degeneracy in Washington, D.C. on this episode. Buckle up. Here we go. Before we get into everything, I do need to remind you guys about Noble Gold. You guys have heard me talk about Noble Gold before, but just like we're talking about the depravity of Washington, D.C., which is trickling down into the rest of our country, and we're just watching our country become extremely ratchet and ghetto and immoral and depraved, uh, you know, along with all of that, we are watching our economy completely go under. And so, because everything is trash right now, you definitely want to be investing in not trash. You want to be investing in gold and silver, which will never be trash and and they never have been trash in the eyes of human beings. They are the things to be investing in. A lot of people are like, oh, go invest in NFTs or, oh, you definitely want to get in on this Bitcoin thing. Um, a lot of these things are Ponzi schemes and you just need to be really careful about that. Don't be stupid with your investments is what I always like to say. But anyway, Noble Gold will help you understand what is a gold and silver IRA, why a gold and silver IRA is right for you, how to own gold and silver, benefits of diversifying with gold and silver, how to roll over your 401k to a gold and silver IRA, types of retirement accounts that are eligible for IRA rollover, why gold and silver is the best store of value, um, and how gold is hedged against inflation and economic distress, which is something we all need right now, right? Like, Democrats should not be allowed to lead anything. They cannot even lead themselves. Look at their lives. Okay, so let's get into the meat of this episode. Before we get into Kamal Harris and Jill Biden specifically, I do want to read a piece of an article that I found very interesting. Um, it's very important. I read this article this week and I just thought, you know, this is a really good thing to have written. It is by Todd Starnes. Um, and I just think that it's an important thing for you guys to hear me read because it is very important to compare and contrast how Jill Biden was talking about her husband, Joe, when he was running for president. Remember how she kept saying, and I said this on the last episode too, that you guys need to listen to if you haven't. Yeah. But do you remember how Jill Biden was saying when Joe was running, she kept saying, oh, decency, decency is on the ballot. Look at Trump. He's so indecent. But look, look at my very decent pedophilic husband, Joe Biden. He is so decent. Like, look at their son. Look at Hunter Biden. Like, can you believe that Jill Biden had the audacity to say that? She says, oh, decency is on the ballot. I mean, Hunter is always strung out on drugs and, you know, 
like crying to all of the prostitutes around the world um, when he isn't, you know, taking weird, sketchy pictures of him in bed with children that are naked. Um, again, go to GNews.org and search Hunter Biden's name if you want to know the truth about Hunter Biden being a pedophile. I mean, it's very clear. It's a very well-known fact. I remember seeing uh, a lot of posters like the American people were getting really upset. They should be just as upset now as they were then. But people, when we first found out about the Hunter Biden laptop and how pedophilic he was, and we had all of this evidence and proof, um, which that was one of the times I got banned from all of the social media platforms was because I posted a picture. It was the least graphic one that I could find of of Hunter Biden being a pedophile and a clear pedophile. I wanted to just show people the proof on social media. But of course, I got banned for posting, you know, indecent, ironically, indecent um, content. But it's like the problem is much less that I'm showing people that Hunter Biden is a pedophile and much more the fact that Hunter Biden is one and isn't being held accountable for that. Not to mention his father who taught him all of these, um, you know, evil ways. That's evil. Okay. It's evil. And the Bible says to hurl pedophiles into the ocean with a stone tied to them to make sure that they die. Like God doesn't take it lightly. And we're not going to be able to re make the rules so that pedophiles can feel more included and safe to go commit their crimes. No, 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 no. But anyway, um, I do remember when the Hunter laptop stuff first started being a thing and everybody started finding out about it. Everybody's getting mad about it. And so people were finding these pictures on GNews.org and printing them out. Again, I know that they were trying to find because there are some really, really graphic ones out there that you guys really shouldn't look at. But like, if you really want to know, you can go to GNews.org and, and look at them. Um, I think that it's not it's not that I it's bad. You know, you shouldn't look at it. I don't want people to see those images, but I do want people to know that there is a copious amount of proof out there to prove that Hunter Biden is he's a criminal. He's a pedophile and he should not be a free walking man right now. And so that is why I'm telling you guys to look this up. But I remember that everybody was posting um, flyers around like gas stations and stuff of Hunter Biden, like the least graphic pictures they could find of him being a pedophile and trying you people were just desperate in America to say, hey, you guys look at this wildness going on. Please care. Please have a conscience and care that our president's son is a pedophile. And it's just a well-known fact that Joe Biden is a pedophile. You guys have seen the video clips of him being a a pedophile, like going up to children and uh, like sniffing them, like whispering in their ear really weird things, like saying, come talk to me later, or like we should get ice cream and like, you know, but not in the let's just get ice cream type way. Like, and why would you as a stranger be saying that to a child? It doesn't matter if you're the president um, or, you know, a high ranking official in our government who, by the way, has never accomplished anything. So now that I'm thinking about it, it makes total sense why he picked Kamala Harris as his VP, because, you know, she never really accomplished anything. He never really accomplished anything. So, you know, two peas in a pod. They're still, all they can do is destroy things. Democrats can only destroy things. They can never build anything themselves. And that's why they hate capitalism, by the way. Capitalism is all about building things. It's all about creating beauty, creating value, and putting that out into the world and making things better. Communism is the antithesis of that. And it is all about taking and destroying and really not having a conscience at all and just watching everything go to ruin because you're selfish. And that is what it's about. 
Um, so I, I think that this the Hunter Biden laptop situation was really kind of the starting point to the avalanche that now is the depravity happening in Washington, D.C. And I feel like they because nobody ever really did anything. The FBI never really did anything with the Hunter Biden laptop. There was no holding Hunter Biden accountable for any of the many videos of him doing illegal stuff ever. There was just never any accountability. So now because of that really is why a lot of the Democrats now feel like they can just get away with absolutely anything. I mean, if you can get away with pedophilia that is documented on a laptop and the FBI doesn't do anything about it, then obviously you're going to feel like you can get away with absolutely anything. That is why they are emboldened to do all of this stuff. It's because we're not holding them accountable. And I'm I'm very upset. I'm very upset that Americans are just allowing all of this to happen. I know we're trying. We're calling. You know, maybe some of us, not enough of us, but I know that we're probably calling. Hey, you know, calling your representatives, calling your senators. Can y'all like push and make something happen with this? They're not doing it. And I think that a lot of the time that... You know, we're so far removed from the government, which is a problem, you know, because we actually the problem is that they don't listen to us and that they represent us and that we vote for them. Um, But then whenever they're not doing what we are requesting for them to do as our representatives, we just leave it at that and don't do anything else. We don't figure out another way to get people to be held accountable. And I, I really think we're in a bad spot right now because our judicial system is not a judicial system. It is literally a politicized weapon of the state now. And we see that with Trump's court hearings. We see that with everything. And I am worried that, you know, if the judici- the judicial system is not going to take care of these matters, then what? Like, then what are we going to do? It was pretty wild that they never did anything with the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. And even recently, when Hunter Biden came out, when he was called to go, you know, do his thing, he came out to the White House and said, you know, I'm not going to be doing this. I'm not going to be answering for myself. And this is why. It's like, you know, they're just they're refusing to be held held accountable, but we are not making them uh, we are not making like forcing them to be held accountable. And so they continue to do this kind of stuff. So back to the article, I want to read this really quick for you guys, and then we will get more into some of the other depraved things that have been happening in Washington, D.C. So, okay, so the title of this article is Biden promised decency in D.C., but he brought depravity, which is precisely right. I mean, it's you know, I hope everybody is seeing that. They did literally promise decency and to bring that back to Washington, D.C., and then instead they brought depravity. Okay, so it says a big scandal is brewing on Capitol Hill. A legislative aide for Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland filmed himself having gay sex in a Senate hearing room. The aide has been fired and claims he's the victim of homophobia. Uh, If you all remember from the last episode, he actually took to LinkedIn and posted. He was like, I'm being hated for who I love. It was like so cringe. On the contrary, the 24-year-old is a suspect in what could be a felonious act. Uh, Ironic that his boss once called the Capitol building a sacred space. Um, It's the latest in a series of profane behavior in Washington, D.C., from twerking bunnies at the White House Easter egg roll to the topless activists at the White House Gay Pride celebration. Remember them, guys? Remember those things? Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about the topless people. Wow. Okay. Um, And most recently, the transgender tap dancers featured in a White House Christmas video. 
Um, yeah, uh, Jill Biden totally was trying to, you know, this is what this is what they do all throughout history. Uh, they just try to desecrate everything that is holy and good. And they try to make it just just tainted and awful. And that is just what evil people do. They take they take good things and they try to absolutely destroy them. They have always done that. Um, and most recently, the transgender tap dancers featured in the White House Christmas video, not to mention Hunter Biden's laptop computer. We just went over that some, which contains behavior so vile we're not allowed to mention it on the radio. Again, you guys, I don't know. Like, if you really want the proof, proof, go to gnews.org to look at it. You know, I'm, I'm really telling you that it's it's really not something you want to look at, though. I just want people to have the proof and to know that it's out there and to know that this is not just like they say with, you know, the 2020 election. Oh, my gosh, it's a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory that Hunter Biden is a pedophile. It's not a conspiracy theory of any of the rest of this stuff happening. It's it's called reality. It's called reality, you guys. Um, President Biden once promised to restore honor and decency to the White House. Instead, he brought degenerate depravity that would make the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah blush. And that's so true. I just really wanted to read you guys that really quick because it's so true. Um, we're getting to a level that is just so far past being like the inhabitants of Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you don't read your Bible, which, you know, is why I'm telling you guys to read your Bible all the time, then you won't know that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because they were so depraved. And I'm saying and I'm telling you guys that we could be getting to that place here, too. I mean, God's not going to bless evil. He's not going to bless depravity. He's not going to want to shine his face upon you if you are rejecting him and doing everything he said not to do. So that's called logic reasoning. And that is what everybody needs to get more comfortable with because we are getting to a level that is so much worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. And then what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I think there are a lot of people who are under the false assumption that God has to be graceful or that he has to have mercy. God doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. God chose to have mercy on us and to give us grace if we believe in Jesus Christ, if we read his Bible, and if we care enough to try to follow him. He did promise grace for that. I am saying he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do, and he's not going to want to bless our country if we continually just try to slap him in the face because we're rebellious little pieces of sand people in the world that are mortals who do not, he could just totally destroy you right now. So why don't you want to listen to the guy who, by the way, wants what's best for you? That's why there are the 10 commandments. That's they're not. And I say this all the time on the podcast, but it's very important for people to understand the 10 commandments are not God needlessly restricting you. They are him lovingly protecting you. I've compared it to my businesses. I have compared it to anything that you make in your life. You're not going to want to make something and then watch it get destroyed. We don't make things because we want to go watch them be destroyed. We just don't do that. We're humans. We like to make things and we like for them to be okay. And God likes to watch his creation be okay. He wants us to thrive. He doesn't want us to be miserable. He doesn't want us to hurt ourselves, kill ourselves with sin. So obviously he has made some rules that you should follow if you want to be uh, thriving, if you want to be just not going down terrible paths that lead you into a terrible state mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and all of that. So just I, I just can't because people are 
really rejecting God. They're really rejecting his word. And look what is happening to us because of it. Um, Nobody talks about all of the kids that were hurt by Hunter Biden and all of the other people that are about to be listed, by the way, early January, there was a Daily Mail piece that was saying that they are going to release a bunch of the names from the Jeffrey Epstein list. Finally, finally, I have been begging for this since the Maxwell trials um, because they try to distract us with all of these other things. Like they tried to distract us with the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, you know, toxic relationship, celebrity trial. Like we don't care. I don't care about that. They are messed up people doing messed up things and they're ratchet. I don't care about them. What I do care about is the Epstein list, which is finally supposedly coming out in early January. But I think that they've had time to carefully manicure this list. Why is it coming out now would be my question. Um, but it's just like the the depravity is so severe. And what is happening to these children? Nobody seems to really talk about that. Like, what about all these children that are being sex trafficked? What about these kids? How are these kids even, how did they get to Hunter Biden? Like, how? where did they go after Hunter Biden? Who, what is going on? And then why don't we have the compassion and conscience to care about the children? Like, why is it just, we know that Hunter Biden did this or that his dad did because Ashley Biden, Joe Biden's daughter, let's not forget about her diary, um, Let's not forget about the fact that she said in her diary that Joe Biden molested her, that he showered with her like inappropriately. And we have that. We have that, too. We have so many examples of depravity with this White House administration that I just I just can't. I just I really I can't. And I and I'm I'm trying not to be super dramatic, but it's like I would find it weird if people didn't think that this was weird. I would find it very weird if people didn't have like didn't think this was strange. Like we have a real problem in Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C. is just, you know, historically always been very depraved. We have a lot of terrible things that happen in Washington, D.C. That has always been the case. It would just be nice if we could have some integrous people who could withstand the evil, reject it, and really do everything that they can to implement, you know, good policies and good ideas and, like, help the country. It would be really nice if people could take a break from having gay sex in the Senate hearing rooms to, you know, try to bring inflation down. And we are going to see a lot more depravity from this administration. They are so emboldened they are, because we're not holding them accountable. And they're just going to continue to do this kind of stuff. They're just going to continue to do it. So let's go over uh, some of Jill and Kamala Harris's um, depravity. And we already went over some of Jill's, actually. So we're going to go over Kamala's. And then I want to wrap this episode up because I think you guys can, you know, catch my drift. Like, things are really bad. I do remember the topless people outside of the White House, by the way, the pride. The pride people are so moral and upstanding and wonderful aren't they? Um, Okay, so Kamala Harris, let's not forget that Kamala Harris is the same woman who slept her way to the top. She is not uh, vice president because of anything that she has done to deserve that spot, to deserve that title. She hasn't done anything 
positive in her life. She incarcerated a bunch of black men um, on marijuana charges, even though she herself smokes marijuana all the time. You can tell that she's high in all of these interviews that she does. She can't speak. The woman cannot speak. And neither can Joe, by the way. But I think that his is because he's, you know, he's literally like dementia ridden. But who knows? I mean, they did find crack cocaine in the White House, which, by the way, they never got to the bottom of. Can you imagine like uh, this whole situation where everybody's just accepting this stuff? is so well like uh if there's crack cocaine in the white house and they acted like they didn't know whose it was or where it came from isn't that like a security concern obviously they did you know they just didn't want to tell everybody um that it was the first family's crack cocaine but um you know it's just the optics of that were so you could tell they were in a panic like oh my gosh everybody knows what are we gonna do but they don't really care because they know we're not gonna hold them accountable so they were just like we don't know we don't know where it came from i don't know like does that not cause a like a security concern like what the heck so I mean we know that that was Hunter's I'm saying it might have been also Joe's we don't know if Joe does drugs uh but we do know that Joe has dementia and so I am saying that neither our president nor our vice president can speak and Kamala says because she is clearly always high so I just think it's very ironic that she incarcerated all of these uh black men on marijuana charges but she herself is always like high off of marijuana and god knows what else um she also you know as we all know slept her way to the top she and willie brown had their little thing she's always she's just the worst kind of woman she is not earning her spot in any of these positions she is literally and i'm sorry you guys but i have to say it she is sucking her way into these positions. She is not really like she shouldn't be there. She should not be the she should not be the vice president. She should not be anywhere near the White House. Neither should Joe. Um, I don't believe that they really won. And I'm telling you guys that you cannot just accept what the narrative is. They are pushing all sorts of narratives on you onto you guys, and they need for you to accept them so that they can keep their mansions, keep their power, uh, you know, keep all of the things that they love and. And you're just so gullible to believe all of this and to act like, you know, Joe Biden, who couldn't get six people to his rallies that they said, oh, it's because of COVID. Nobody wanted to catch it. We only had six people. What? No, 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 no. Joe Biden getting six people to his rallies is not the same guy who won 81 million votes in our country. One third of our country, basically. There's no way. And so they also say, well, you know, a lot of people just they voted and they voted by mail. And so, you know, they weren't there there, but they were there and they were there in spirit and they were definitely there. Why do so many dead people vote? Why are there so many dead names of dead people that end up voting Democrat? Um Y'all need to look into that if you haven't, but there are a lot of dead people who end up casting ballots every year and they end up voting for, you guessed it, Democrat candidates. And how? And and how do they know? How do they know how to go when they're dead to the ballot boxes and, and, and do their votes? Do, are they voting, voting by mail from the grave? Like, what's going on? Um I think that the uh, moral depravity that we are experiencing is at a level that we have never seen before. I think that that is another reason why I really am always encouraging you guys to read your Bible. I think that you're going to have a much firmer grasp of why uh, all of this is happening, what is even happening, and what is to come if you would just read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I was telling you guys on a few episodes earlier because of all of the, you know, Muslim drama in the Middle East that you should start in Revelation 
and then go to Genesis. But I really actually now I'm like, you need the foundation of everything else to read Revelation. So scratch that, start in Genesis and then read all the way through to Revelation. But yeah, um, let's see. I just... I don't know, y'all. I mean, really, the only way to reverse course with all of this absolute depravity and the way that it's affecting all of our lives so negatively is to turn back to God. And I think a lot of people think, oh, well, that's just, you know, that's just, that's the answer everybody gives. It's the answer that is correct. And we're going to have to get comfortable with just doing the right thing again, being comfortable with confronting ourselves and our own depravity and coming to terms with the fact that, yes, we are this awful. We do have to repent and we do have to go and sin no more. If we want to see, a better country for ourselves and our families and our grandchildren. And if we just want better lives for ourselves right now, if we just want to know that, you know, people have consciences again, if we just want to know that, you know, humans can do better than this, we really can. And I think that it is going to take a level of humility that people are uncomfortable with. It's going to take a level of accountability that people are uncomfortable with. But we're going to have to face that discomfort right now and be real with ourselves, or we are going to be in the type of hellscape that you could not ever have a nightmare of.